Hello, welcome to another episode of StartupCast. Hi, welcome to StartupCast episode one. We talk about Iranian startups and ecosystems. Uh, with me, there is Haim uh, Dezan Hadi from Iran Entrepreneurship Association and Puya Hosseini. Abbas. Abbas. Abbas, sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Okay, um, Desert, do you want to talk about the startup scenes in Iran and how it progressed over two or three years ago? Uh, yes, um, well, uh, my organization, uh, we've been hosting uh, Iran Web Festival for uh, six years. Uh, for, it was started by uh, like an individual, uh, it was Shayan Shalideh who started it. And... Um, but what we've seen is that a lot of uh, web companies and uh, startups, uh, even if they win awards like in the third year of the uh, festival, they were they failed and they were we couldn't find them for the fourth year. So we yeah. we uh, researched uh, about uh, internet companies and failure, and um, we uh, we uh, we noticed that uh, for for startups and for internet companies to be successful, there needs to be uh, an ecosystem in place. Uh, players need to know each other. Startups need to know uh, their competition, uh, their, the people that they can rely on for uh, their services. And uh, they need to know investors and um, people who uh, are uh, mentors and experienced people who can, uh, who can um, help them. So um, a year and a half ago, uh, we researched um, about how we can build an ecosystem and I think the first thing that we did was um, to bring Startup Weekend to Tehran and a year and a half ago we had Startup Weekend Tehran and um, uh, Startup Weekend as you may know uh, is an event that facilitates uh, new entrepreneurs that have an idea um, uh, with uh, it brings together like investors and uh, mentors that are already experienced uh, with one startup or another and it brings them together for 54 hours and they make a lot of contacts in, um, uh, in, in, the, in the event. And uh, according to our stats, like we've, uh, we've questioned uh, the people who've been to Startup Weekend and uh, close to 75% of them uh, have met someone in Startup Weekend and that they're still in contact with after, you know, six months or a year. Yeah, and it exploded, as I understand. Uh, How many cities do we have now? Six uh, yeah, or? and uh, in the past six months, uh, Startup Weekend has been to eight different cities outside of Tehran, wow. and uh, uh, 1,300 people altogether have been uh, part of it. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so, so, but Startup Weekend is just uh, one event. There, uh, we're trying to um, facilitate uh, everyone just connecting with each other and uh, that's the first part right you, you yeah, yeah like the hamfrek event we gather together every week or the meetups uh, every yeah, Wednesday yeah. Uh, like hamfrek and uh, when when you meet other entrepreneurs and when you meet uh, investors uh, good things happen so yeah the first the community organically grows yes and um, that's the main focus of uh, IEA uh, last year and this year Okay, cool. So, Puya, do you want to talk about yourself and 
uh, what was your observation about uh, Iranian startup scenes? Sure. Um, it was actually really funny because because I didn't know there was like a real startup scene here. I like usually when I go to some place, I'm from Germany. I go someplace and I try to get into the startup scene. I try to contact like the central people, and then you find an ecosystem and you find a lot of people. And with Iran, it was like I wasn't here for like I hadn't been here for six years now. And uh, actually, a friend of mine was to Iran to start a weekend to the first one, Daniel Bartel from from Germany. And uh, I didn't know there was a Startup Weekend, and I saw him checking in on Facebook and putting, hey, I'm in Tehran, and I'm having this startup. <laughs> yeah, right, and I'm like, why is he there, and I'm not, I'm from Iran, <laughs> like, I was born there, and he's there. And so I wrote him, it's like, hey, you gotta introduce me to these guys, I really want to go there and, and, and see what's up. So so then he introduced me to, to Hamid Reza and, and some of the other guys, and... So when I found time to, to finally come over, even for two weeks, and I didn't have much time here at all. But uh, it was so interesting. Like, we, we met just once, and then we kind of met five times in the last week, right? Yeah. It's like, I think I met you guys more, more than, than some of my family. <laughs> so, but it's really cool, because I really like seeing where this is going and seeing how, how my home country actually is. Uh, yeah, you're doing the PhD developing. on that, don't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually doing my PhD on, on networks developing around startups and I've done stuff about ecosystems too. I've given, given talks on um, European ecosystems at Pirate Summit right. in Europe, for example. So we see, like in Colombia, also building the startup ecosystem. So like kind of what we see here, you're, you're bringing events in and you're trying to communicate with the outside, um, like with foreign countries. That's really good to build the ecosystem, bringing meetups in there. I love that. It's, yeah, it takes a lot of uh, effort to do that. And we have so many stars here. They're so active and full of energy, doing so many things at the same time. Um, uh, in, I think in a couple of months, we have Failcon as well for the first time. Uh, yes, uh, I think in a uh, month, uh, we, we have, uh, the, for the first time, Failcon in Tehran, and yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good event. But um, I think, uh, uh, Hadi, you, you came here like a couple of months ago as well, yeah. and uh, we've seen, uh, you, you've mentioned this because you, you're looking at this from uh, kind of an outside perspective. Um, you mentioned that there's a lot of uh, cultural and uh, uh, other good things about Iranian startups that advantages uh, yeah. that Iranians have. Yeah, culturally we are very competitive mm-hmm. people. So when somebody do, do something, we want to do that as well. Mm-hmm. So that's a very good thing. And uh, um, in our culture, we value entrepreneurship a lot. It's, so if somebody starts its own company, um, they, they tell you, I have my own company now with pride. So that is a big advantage, unlike Europe and European guys, they, they just go to, um, to a job and just do, do their living, uh, and they're happy with that. They have some sense of security. Mm, but Iranians have that, um, have that thing, they want to do their own thing and be their own boss. So com- if you combine that with the infrastructure and really passionate people like you and the uh, IEA, um, I think in a couple of years, a uh, startup scene in Iran is going to explode, really. Mm-hmm. And there are really talented people. It's a big pool of talent here. Uh, a lot of Iranians go to school, and um, 
we have really, really good coders here as well, very technical. So, uh, yeah, it's, I, and I'm, I understand we have a um, couple of VCs already. Uh, yeah, we skipped the whole angel investment uh, phase <laughs> and uh, we just skipped to uh, VCs. Uh, there's a couple of uh, strong VCs um, that are working and they're just uh, starting to uh, get to know the startups more. Uh, like I think they're all very new, like uh, one yeah. year. Well, we have very established uh, players as well in e-commerce, for example. Mm -hmm. We have really good startups. Maybe that's part of the reason why we have VC first mm -hmm. rather than angel investors or even accelerators. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, we have a couple of strong players online, um, uh, like e-commerce sites, uh, Groupon clones, some of them. Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the and well, the thing is we want to, the, the, the startup culture wasn't there. Yeah, uh, like there were successful yeah. companies, uh, e-commerce companies, uh, but uh, the the culture of uh, starting something and uh, having a method to the madness, or rather than yeah. just doing it, um, that's something that's uh, relatively new. And uh, part of it is, uh, you know, events uh, like courses like Next, the yeah. startup weekend. Uh, that, that was a good segue, but uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so uh, next and you know a, a startup weekend and next and uh, other courses that teach lean methodologies you know uh, go going about it in a scientific way starting a yeah. company you know that's something that's relatively new uh, but we need to do that in, for in order for uh, better deal flows and more uh, angel investors and VCs. Startup yeah, there are there are really good startups here. I, I um, the last time I was here it was three years ago. There was nothing, no startup scene, no event, nothing. And it was really surprising to see Startup Weekend to run in eight cities in just the space of 18 months. This is how much, how much passion this community has for such thing. Yeah, I think community is a, is a very important part. Education is definitely a huge part. And I think part of it is also bringing or bridging the communities and bridging the ecosystem here in Iran with the outside ecosystem because I, I think like me a lot of Iranians that are from outside of Iran they would love to help out here because entrepreneurs they're always helping each other and no one would be like would would, would stop or even hesitate before like when, when you ask him hey do you want to help out building ecosystems in Iran because even Iranians who have never been to Iran or born in America or so, they, they still have this, this kind of nationality, this, this identity in them that they really would like to help, I think. Yeah, that's part of the reasons why we started this podcast, to, to create this bridge. And we're also going to blog uh, about Iranian startups in medium.com as well. Um, most, most, most of the problem uh, with, with this bridge is media and news coverage so we don't have a really good um, English news website here so maybe we can connect with other news outlets after like the next web or what was the other one you told me yeah I think the maybe one. the Asian ones take in yeah. Asia or tech note I'm not sure how how far their reach is but I know some of them cover India and if they yeah. cover India they could cover Iran too so. yeah because you know nobody um, outside Iran knows exactly how interesting things are going 
to be in a couple of months now. Uh, you know, the the interesting thing is uh, the the football national team, the soccer football, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, they're using their football. They're, uh, <laughs> they're using a lot of um, Iranians born outside Iran yeah. or Iran expats, and I think the the same thing could happen like we, there's a huge community of expats outside Iran yeah and uh, I think uh, well the the negative is that it's brain drain and everyone's leaving but the the, the positive side of that is that they have a, a, a lot of experience and uh, if they a lot of back, connections a lot of experience a lot of connections and if we can kind of tap into it and uh, for them to share their experience uh, with Iran's inside it's a huge resource yeah we have really really uh, successful entrepreneurs outside Iran and even investors. Yeah, if you look at the names of some of the big guys in London, Silicon Valley, in Berlin, yeah, you see a lot of Persian names in there. It's yeah, Sherwin Pishar, Pejman Nozab, they are huge. Yeah, we can we can probably take advantage of that. Even even if we can <coughs> use the expertise and knowledge, that would be that would be great. Uh, we were thinking of uh, starting a program. Uh, it's uh, uh, Adopt an Entrepreneur. Uh, it's experienced uh, entrepreneurs, Iranian entrepreneurs that are outside Iran, and they adopt an entrepreneur inside of Iran, and they kind of mentor them. And teach That's them. a really cool name. <laughs> adopt an Entrepreneur. Even without you explaining, I know what you mean. So, uh, so when we work on that, we'll let everyone know how, how it is. That's awesome. Yes. So what do you guys think is needed here in Iran still? Like you said, there's VCs, but like incubators, I'm not sure how good incubators are if they are here. And accelerator programs, I don't have, I haven't seen even one. And you said there's no angels. Like, do you, do we need I angels? I think there actually? is one angel investor. Uh, they don't like to call themselves angels investor, sure. but I think there is one. And uh, as I understand, Mohsen is going to start an accelerator as well. True. Uh, yes, well, uh, one of our colleagues, uh, Mohsen Alayri, is uh, focusing on um, starting an accelerator. Um, but well, what's needed in Iran right now is, uh, well, as far as uh, Iran Entrepreneurship Association uh, is uh, concerned, uh, the first thing is uh, people connecting with each other. That's the main thing. Uh, We've uh, done a um, survey of the people, like 500 people that have attended Startup Weekend, and um, uh, those of them that have that are working on startups, uh, their biggest challenge is uh, team building. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, how, how do how do you find a co-founder? How do you uh, uh, how do you make sure that they're the right fit? How do you find the technical talents that you need? Um, and everything else. The second problem uh, was, is investment, which I think it's great that um, people know that they can start things with, with uh, they can bootstrap their own startups. Uh, but, and the second problem they said uh, is they need investment. And part of the investment I think is for to hire a team, uh, yeah, to hire the team, yeah. hire the talent. So uh, I don't know uh, exactly. Um, well, we're, we're having them connect on uh, social media and events and everything. But uh, it would be great if we had uh, like an all-in-one solution like, like for lab or like co-founders lab. Uh, we are the founder is Iranian as well. We are promoting. Uh, we are going to be promoting co-founders lab on our, in our events, and that's one way to build teams. But um, 
uh, I don't know. I don't know what else. There I think are. there's also two sides to teams. There's one side, the meeting, right? Mm -hmm. So you events and then co-founders lab or, or sites that you can meet people. But the other side is a little bit of education because I think a lot of people still are not sure how to go at it, finding a co-founder, what they expect in a co-founder. They, they don't want to, you, you usually don't want a, a technical co-founder that's just a programmer. You want someone who, like, you're married to your co-founder, you say, right? Yeah. So you want someone who really fits to yourself and it's not, it's a little bit different from you because you, you need to have the complementarity, but you, you still need to be really good together, right? Yeah, having the same vision is really important. So I think uh, Iranian startups, the majority of them are in the team building phase. I think uh, maybe, I don't know, four or five months from now, six months from now, they'll be in the ex executive, like they built their team and they're, and they're looking for maybe accelerators and, yeah. uh, and maybe a year from now they'll be in the, like they're heavily looking for like series A, series B funding. Yeah, with every startup we can a huge number of startups just flourish. Right. And yeah, yeah and then uh, hopefully uh, uh, they'll get, uh, the startups that are now uh, will get the mentorship that they need so they can flourish and then they can give back to their own community when they're successful. Yeah, one of the other things we can do is probably use uh, everybody interested to help out to just accept a mentorship of a startup or something. Exactly, you need some role models, right? And you also, I think that's also what's still missing here and what's also missing in some, some of the European ecosystems is like big role models that have made it at, to some point and that show people that it's even possible that you can build a really good company, a really good startup out of this country, out of this ecosystem. And these guys then giving back again. Right? Yeah. One of the things I noticed and um, is, again, another advantage is building a startup here is really cheap. I mean, you, you don't have to invest that much money in a startup because the cost is really down. And... Uh, and uh, the cost is down, and for uh, anyone that's outside Iran to invest in a, on a startup, it's pennies. Yeah. Pretty much. It, there's, uh, you know, because the technical, um, cost, like if you hire a technical person or your CTO, is not going to be, it's, it's basically. Yeah, the cost too, of living is low. Yeah, so yeah. That's yes. the biggest part of the, um, the cost for a startup. The salaries startup, are is, low. You, know, you, you need to live. So mm -hmm. if the cost of living is low, uh, you can you can start a startup with the really. Well, low. I think the cost of living is low compared to London, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. But it's still it's, it's really it's really a good advantage if anyone wants to invest in Iranian startups. You can invest in like five startups in Iran rather than one in London. <laughs> I mean, the, sure. the market is really um, really empty of really um, basic websites like the Amazon or things like that. And there aren't many clones already, mm -hmm. so the market is ready. It's big enough. It's how many? How many people are in that? Seventy million, eighty million. So uh, probably, and Iran is uh, what, the fastest growing um, internet users, right? Uh, smartphone buyers. Oh right, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I'm actually seeing a lot of interest in Iran lately. Like a lot of VCs and stuff. Not officially, but a lot of people are looking at Iran these days and seeing also if it's opening and then if it's opening 
do we have a chance there? Because there is huge opportunities. We've seen that in China when when it was opening. We've seen that in in Vietnam and. Uh, I think it's because the population is high, and uh, unlike the the Gulf countries, uh, they're they're fractured like Qatar yeah. and Bahrain. They have small populations together. They make up a lot of, but uh, they have different laws and everything. But everything's. Uh, but Iran has a big population and very. Uh, low competitive, uh, you know, risk here. Like, there's no other. If you start something, there's going to be very few competitors. Yeah, it's it's the right time, in my opinion, to get into this game. Yeah. Uh, especially if you're if you're an investor or if you want to start a startup, really, because the market is ready. Uh, the infrastructure is improving. The internet speed is going up. Um, the internet speed on the mobile phones already. Um, comparable to broadband internet as well and it's really getting cheap as well so the infrastructure is getting there and um, we have the talent and the interest and the cultural advantage so uh, that's the recipe for for a successful ecosystem isn't it i mean money is always like money comes when there is an ecosystem when there is enough opportunities money will come at some point but money doesn't come early usually because especially there is like no one likes to invest outside of their neighborhood <clears throat> and it's usually a, a big problem especially also the, the even the u.s guys don't invest in europe right so it's usually a big problem for outsiders to to invest here but as we see it's it's quite easy without investment to get to some stage right and people have a lot stronger connections to their families here so they're able to get some like maybe the friends family money is a lot yeah. easier higher, higher to get than, than in, in europe because yeah. in europe people don't ask their families for money that much yeah. right it's uh, it's a lot bigger taboo and the connections are not that strong so and and there is also always the the the, the taboo of failure and it's great that you have failcon here because it has to be really clear that failing is not a failure but uh experience mm. it's an advantage if you ask me so that was for our first episode of this podcast. We in the next episodes we're going to talk about um, Iranian startups and um, having guests uh, most likely on this podcast and talking about on a specific problem or something related to uh, a successful startup. And uh, if you want to get in touch, how uh, does that just? Uh, well, uh, you can contact Iranie. Um, uh, my email is edge.ahmadi at ironia.com. And you can tweet me uh, at Hadi Farnud with OU. And my Twitter is at Puya108, P U J A 108. Thanks for listening. www.shenoto.com <laughs>